Hey everybody, welcome back to Midwest Girls. Uh, today it is just me, Kylie, and that's because the craziness of life uh, enabled us to get together again. But that's okay, because Beth and Meg both deserve some time off, and Meg actually is getting over cold, so, and her husband as well. So please pray for both of them, and nothing serious, it's just that common fun cold that comes with the change of weather. Uh, it's been freezing, below freezing for the past couple weeks, and yeah, we're ready for, actually it's up to 30s now, and so it feels like spring almost. Uh, but today I wanted to talk to you about something that was laid on my heart, and it's just um, the realization of God's timing. Now, how I learned this was actually through Lazarus, the story of Lazarus, and how Lazarus' death God used to just prove who he was again, and that his timing is just always perfect. For instance, um, Lazarus was Mary and Martha's brother, and Jesus really, truly loved Lazarus. He actually, actually one verse in uh, John, it says Jesus wept and it was over his friend Lazarus' death. And even though, though he knew what was to come. So Jesus was just there visiting them in Bethany. And he actually went away. Um, they were just making a move. They were going on and continuing to preach the gospel and let people know the good news. But actually somebody came to where they were, him, Jesus and his disciples, and said that Lazarus was sick. And um, after four days, he waited four days to go back. And by the fourth day, when he got back, he found out Lazarus had died. And he was already buried and in, the, uh, in his grave. And... And there they, you know, just like Jesus in the tomb, they built tombs and they would put stones in front. And so it wasn't like he was buried in the ground. But he went there and they moved the opening away and he said, Lazarus, come out. Rise up, come out. And he did. He rose. But here's the thing. This is where God's timing comes in. So in the Jewish culture... They believe that the soul lives with you for three days after death. So Jesus didn't come back till the fourth day to raise Lazarus because he didn't want any excuse for the Jews to make or anybody to make that it wasn't him. I hope this is all making sense. So Jews believe soul the soul lives in the t the with the person the dead person, for three days. Jesus waited four days to come back and raise him from the dead. The soul does not live with you for three days. Once you die, your soul's gone. And Jesus knew that, but he knew the people didn't know that. So just proof that he also knows the people in their hearts and how they're going to react to certain things. And I think one of the hardest things for most Christians to do is wait on God's timing. Because of our modern, hectic life makes it difficult to wait for anything or anyone. We expect everything in life to be instant and become frustrated when we don't get what we want right away when we want it. Understanding God's ways becomes much easier when we learn that God's timing is perfect. Just like in Psalm 1830, it says, As for God, His way is perfect. Our timing is never God's timing. 
and God's timing is never early and it is never late. It's so important to remember that, that patience comes when we learn to trust God. God's word provides nearly 3,000 promises, promises that we can claim and that we can stand on and that we will come true, that will come true when we are meeting God's conditions. But no place in the Bible does God ever surrender his control of time. The when is part of God's will. It's so important to remember that the when is part of God's will. His will has this perfect plan and he has it timed out to the second. And that's why the win is so important to the timing of God. Trusting God includes trusting his timing. Patience is only one of the fruits of the spirit. As in Galatians 5.22 says, God clearly is pleased, clearly is pleased when we exhibit patience. And so we have to have patience in his timing. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Psalms 37, 7. For God is good to those who wait for him. Lamentations 3:25. But those who wait in the Lord shall renew their strength. Isaiah 40, 31. When your patience is nearing its end, remember that God operates according to his perfect schedule, not our imperfect schedule. Ask him to renew your patience as he loves you and knows that when that he knows what is best for you because we do not know what's best for ourselves. And what often appears to be a delay in receiving what we have prayed for is because God has something better for us. For example, you maybe you did not get the job you wanted and prayed for because he has a better job waiting for you, a job that more suits you. God's intention may be to use us in what may appear to be minor ways. For example, it takes many bricks to build a large building, and each brick needs to be in the proper place if the building is going to be solidly constructed. If our actions are correct with God's will, we will be an asset to the kingdom. If not, we will become a hindrance to the kingdom. Our ability to wait on the Lord is directly related to how much we trust God. When we trust in Him with all of our heart, we can give Him the problem and no longer need to be concerned. The Lord's unfailing love surrounds the man who trusts Him. Psalm 32.10 To fully trust God, we need to know Him. And the best way to know Him is through His Word. So, ask yourself today, what areas are you not trusting God with? What are you not handing over to Him? I guarantee once you do, you're going to feel so much lighter and so much free, more free. And I encourage you to do so, my friend. Just start turning it over to Him in prayer. Lay it at His feet, and He will guide you in every step of the way. Much love, and God bless you all.